0: I'm Kate Northrup.
1: And I'm Mike Watts. And we're partners in life, love, and business.
0: Welcome to the Kate and Mike Show, where we share insights and interviews on entrepreneurship, relationships, parenting, self actualization, and making a life not just a living.
1: Welcome back to the Kate and Mike Show. Welcome to the Kate and Mike Show for those first time listeners. This is Mike. This is Kate. How's it going? Good. <laughs> is this going to be a mic led conversation today?
0: Yeah. I no. it's, you know what? It's a weird, it's a weird time. We're recording this at the end of the second week of self quarantine, and it is a weird time. And we're just going to talk about how we're coping right now and how we're showing up and serving our communities and kind of what we're thinking about right now which you know hopefully will add another layer to the conversation other than the one happening on the news
1: yeah i read what was i reading yesterday and we basically have two choices Right. It's like all emotions. This is my her, Brene Brown. I don't know. But basically, emo- it comes down to we can either live in fear or love. Yes. Right. And so we can live in one of those two places. Now, many times throughout the day, that fear piece might be, and it's real for me, and I'm sure it's real for a lot of us on here, is that we live in that space of like, oh my God, how am I gonna get all this done? How am I gonna get my business done? My kids are at home. How am I gonna homeschool? How am I going to cook dinner and cook meals and all of this stuff? And I can't go to the grocery store. What happens if I go to the grocery store? that if I go to the grocery store, then I might run into somebody that's got the coronavirus and that person's gonna give it to me and then I'm gonna take it over to my family, right? Like these constant dialogues that happens within ourselves. And the other side is we can just, like I did this morning, Penelope is, or Ruby's learning to pee in the potty. She's become obsessed with it in the last three days. So I'm just sitting on the bathroom floor on a stool and she wants to take off her clothes while she's on the potty. It's one of the funniest things. And she's just like stripping down naked to sit there and she takes off all of her clothes and then she pees. So I think it's a signal or something. I don't know. It's funny. Yeah. And it's like, there I am in love with her, watching her just do her thing, you know? And so it's to catch ourselves for me, especially right now, it's to catch ourselves when we're in those fear moments and figure out how we can redirect it.
0: Yeah, I would say my fear moment goes, I'm not afraid of the coronavirus. No, I'm Um, not either. I am certainly concerned about the economy, not specifically from a personal perspective, because we are in a position of privilege and we do have an online business, so so far we're okay. But
1: We'll we'll talk more about that in a second.
0: In the months to come. Yep. That is to be seen. And I will say like... (laughs) Of course, our business is being affected. I mean, we are getting emails from people saying, hey, I'm not going to be able to make my payments. And so, you know, that's real. And we understand that that's real for people. And that also, you know, that does impact us. But I think for me, it's not fear of the virus or you know it's very challenging the piece about not knowing how long this is going to go on i think that's the part so it, it doesn't re- necessarily register as fear in my body as so much as it does discomfort and like well okay i could do this for a week but is it going to be 3 months is it going to be 2 weeks like the unknown piece is sort of the most challenging aspect for me
1: before we keep going let's take a commercial break
0: It's not a commercial break. I know.
1: I'm just kidding. We don't have commercials. The listeners. And we had a few... (laughs) What? We had a few comments or uh, reviews that came in. So, I'm going to read those. We have four that I'm going to read because they're all pretty short. So, one of the... These are all from the United States. So, we'll dive into the other countries next week. But this is... We have not done the healthy chef lady have we i don't think so one of my favorite podcasts by healthy chef lady thank you i love kate and mike the show makes me feel like i'm sitting next to them chatting along they give me really valuable information i often listen to the episode more than once Wow. wow that's awesome episode 160 was my fave my husband and i did our own yearly planning and review for 2020 oh cool bet you uh, that you didn't put in the coronavirus in there. <laughs>
0: I know last night somebody asked on one of my uh, group calls for one of our programs about the homework that I had given them for last month's call which is our seasonal planning and review to do those worksheets that are in the origin planner and they're also part of make time for business and she was like well how does that interact with with the pivot, which is what I'm guiding these women through now, and the pivot is really the six step process to reconceptualize your business given you know global circumstances right now. And <laughs> I was just thinking, she was like, "How does that interact with the seasonal review and plan?" I was like, "I don't know." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I really wanted to be like, of course, you know, when we originally mapped out the year, I had a plan for each month for the content for Origin and the Incubator and the Mastermind. But the truth is that all went out the window, like everything just all went out the window. And so in full transparency right now, I feel like I'm in this position of leadership because we have you know hundreds of women who are part of these programs and and I'm just being really transparent saying like if you're looking to me to tell you what you should do I am not going to tell you what you should do cuz I don't know what's happening either but what I can do and what I am doing is guiding people back to their own inner wisdom and their own Intuition and giving them questions and steps to take to make sure that they're really listening within because that's for all of us. In a time when everything is unknown and everything that we have known has just sort of gone out the window or many things that we have known have just gone out the window, the only option is to turn deeper inside because that's really all we have right now. So it's just funny about like yeah our plans.
1: It it's real it's <laughs> yeah it's uh yeah we have a book that was sent to us by our developer Brandy it's one of her clients and it's about negotiation. I haven't read it so i'm not gonna talk that much about it but i was i picked it up yesterday i'm like well this is irrelevant you know and i was just like how do we how to become a better negotiator right now it's like <laughs> how do I get food on the table with but the, you know crazy. what
0: though yeah. i have we have a woman in one of our programs who's in the negotiation of selling her company right oh. now and buying another one yep and also buying a building like she's she's right she's having a it's so amazing to just be listening to where people are at and see the profound broadness of the spectrum of just all the different experiences that people within our programs are having you know and then of course around the world just like we have people in our programs whose business tripled overnight because of this situation. And then we have several people whose income dried up overnight. So one thing that I have been bringing up with these women, and I just want to remind you listening that it's okay to feel how you're feeling right now, because what happened is on one of our first group calls, there was this overall feeling from the people who are doing well that they felt guilty about that. That's called survivor's guilt. And then there was a feeling from those who were not doing so well that they didn't want to bring everybody down by being honest. And so that's always true that there are going to be people on the planet who are doing really great and people on the planet who aren't. It's just almost never happened that the whole globe is dealing with the same thing at the same time. And so I think we're so keyed in, especially with our interconnectivity on the internet to like what other people are experiencing and wanting to temper what we share based on obviously not wanting to offend, but also having this fundamental feeling that it's not okay to be okay when other people aren't okay and that it's not okay to not be okay when other people are okay. So I just want to say if you're feeling either of those things, and of course they could shift from moment to moment during the day, one of the ways we can reduce friction the most, and we really need ways to reduce friction right now because this this is a potentially high friction scenario, is to stop beating yourself up for how you're feeling yeah that's one one way that we can conserve
1: energy and being honest with someone
0: with someone yeah you don't have to spread it all over the internet
1: yeah 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 you don't have to but just like if you're in a house with someone and you're sharing space with somebody else or sharing space with your children you know it's like just being honest with them too you know with penelope in the past two days has cried in my arms because i can just tell she wants she misses able to talk to people
0: yeah she's having a hard time
1: you know she's having a little bit of hard time but she's better now but then she won't you know so it's it's same with kate and i when we're having these conversations or even if you're a single person that's living by yourself listening to this and you have this is a great time to like reconnect with some people that maybe you've lost touch with over the years but you really want to have connection with them because we're all at home so this is a great time this is also a great time for reach out for business stuff as well you know if you like i just i when kate's birthday was the other week i just tweeted or i instagrammed a pink to be like yo you got five minutes you know send a little happy birthday to my wife she didn't respond but i was like what the heck (laughs) she's sitting at home in california so why not why this is the perfect opportunity to try nothing came from it but sorry kate there was no pink maybe down the line um (laughs) all right so i'm gonna read these last three reviews that we have here so the first one was from a healthy chef lady and if you hear your name is here just hit me up on instagram mike j watts and i will put something special in the mail for you laura underscore kr says love them they are honest pure and speak from the heart kate is deliciously herself and the topics widely informative i'm a fan thank you cool thanks um this one's from brody awesome brodely Broadly awesome Brody awesome speaking out and this is what courage looks like thanks and then the last one is from molly c one she says she's obsessed after reading do less i became a kate mega fan and this podcast doesn't disappoint thank you very much everyone yeah yeah
0: thank you for listening so i was working on something this morning and i had an insight that i want to share i was working on The pivot that we're going to be doing in Origin for the month of April. You know what? I wasn't planning on doing this, but I'm just going to go ahead and say that if you are a business owner who wants to grow your business by doing less and you want to join in this four week guided six step process that we're going to be walking through in Origin of reflection and going deeper on your mission and who you serve and your messaging so that you can come out of this COVID situation stronger, more impactful, more powerful, and more prosperous. We haven't opened the doors to Origin publicly since last July, believe it or not. It's been a really long time since you could join. And if you've been thinking about wanting to join Origin, I am going to be guiding people through this program in April. It's a pause on our usual origin content and instead more high touch so it includes four group coaching calls with me and this process we're going to go through together and it's the process that Mike and I are going through as well and so it was developed from that and a conversation with Takesha who's our head empress in origin so if you want to join in for that just head over to origincollective.com forward slash book that's a backdoor link and since you're a podcast listener join us okay So anyway, I was putting together the plan for the pivot in Origin, which we're doing in April. And as I was kind of thinking through tips for making the most of this time, it occurred to me that this time is really like a winter, a fertile void. I talk about in Do Less these four phases of what I call the upward cycle of success. And it's these four energetic phases that we go through creatively and we go through in projects and we go through in our businesses and in our lives. Like at any given time, we're in a particular season. And these four phases are reflective of the four seasons on the planet, but they don't necessarily happen at the same time as the seasons on the planet. And so the season that we are in currently with the with schools being closed in many places on the planet and people working from home or not working and all but essential businesses being shut down by mandate in some states. And you know, it's it's weird, crazy time right now, this is a fertile void. And the fertile void, the energy of the fertile void is like the energy of winter. It's like the energy of the dark of the moon and of the menstrual phase of a woman's cycle. And it's really the most inward, slowest time. But this time is also when we have access to our inner wisdom the loudest, like the strongest, if we take advantage of it. Now, as a culture, we have such an addiction to being in motion and being in action and I think there's a bunch of reasons why I think it's a trauma response I think that you know we've just been enculturated to believe that the busier we are the more valuable we are we have this valorization of hard work just sort of inherent for itself that like just hard work is valuable just because it's hard And this obsession with always doing more and growth above all, and more, more, more. And so the fertile void is really the opposite of that energy. The fertile void is the slowing down, it's the sacred pause it's the time when it looks like nothing is happening, but a lot is happening. And as a metaphor, you know, in winter, for example, the earth rests during this time, and it's a critical season for the whole growing season. You know, winter makes spring and summer and fall possible. It keeps the earth going. It keeps all of us fed and nourished. And so I was just thinking about that and just thinking about how uncomfortable I am during this time, which I shared a little bit earlier in this conversation, and how if we really want to reap the gifts of this moment, of course, there are so, so many aspects of this moment that are going to have tremendous painful fallout health-wise, economy-wise, emotionally, and we, I don't think we're going to get into... The critical looking at that today because I think that if you want to be looking at that you can look more towards mainstream news outlets
1: looking at what
0: the economic fallout and health repercussions and the emotional fallout
1: and I don't think anybody's really talking about that that I've seen really yeah that's part of the problem so I mean they did pass a stimulus bill worth two trillion dollars which I'm going to write trillion out today and what that looks like from an, like just on a piece of paper. Like we say it and it's like we know it's a giant number, but when we put it down. So some of that is there's restrictions and simulations of, across this. The airlines are going to get billions of dollars, Boeing's going to get billions of dollars. Us, I guess you can get more for unemployment if you had to file unemployment. The unemployment claims right now are the highest they have ever been just like literally in a week so there's going to be i think more money coming that way it just got passed last night so i don't have all the details but stuff will start rolling out about this individuals will be able to get and couples will be able to get money just like literally up to 1200 dollars. it gets a little confusing like when you look at it, it's based off your 2018 taxes and a certain amount of money doesn't get anything but yeah there's not a lot of i think the health What's gonna like having people not work is not being really there. It's somewhat being discussed, but as we've shut the economy down, how that's going to affect humanity more so than just like the coronavirus.
0: Yes. So just to wrap up, because I sort of didn't finish (laughs) my thought, there will be tremendous fallout from this, and if we want to be able to reap the gifts from this, it's really like for those who can and i understand that not everyone in is is in this situation obviously healthcare workers people working at grocery stores you know the people who are like basically knitting our the fabric of our society and keeping us together i just honor and respect and thank you so much to those people and for those of us who are being asked to stay home and and really disengage from society in a lot of ways we are really in this fertile void And we can either resist it or we can embrace it. And I know for me, it's very challenging to embrace it because I was born on the first day of spring. We talked about this in a previous episode. Like I love to start things and be out there and like lead, just like get out there and do things like most of us. And I really struggle with slowing down. I mean, it's why I wrote a book called Do Less. I wrote it for myself. And here we are in this moment where, you know, the paperback's about to come out, a revised paperback is about to come out. And I, like other people, am being asked to really sit with not knowing how long this is going to last. And, you know, that one of the things I talk about with the Fertile Void is that just takes as long as it takes. It's so, like, I could just, it makes me want to crawl out of my skin in many ways i think it would feel easier if someone was like oh this is going to be happening for six months or this is going to be happening for you know just like to know i find myself like wanting to cling to answers and that's really the opportunity here for me like my own spiritual assignment i cannot say what anyone else's spiritual assignment is but mine in this time is to really further refine my relationship with time and further refine my ability to expand my capacity to be present. Do you and want to share? Really just like be here right now because this is all we have.
1: Maybe some specific examples of what you've been having, struggling with, like you shared with me this morning.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's so many examples. One is I've been really sick, so I I got really sick for about a week. I'm still not feeling a hundred percent. I very rarely get sick. So being able to really not be able to do anything for a week is super bizarre. So there's that. And then with that came a layer of guilt of feeling like I'm being a schlubby mom because Mike's being with the kids. And now I'm... Tell him
1: the 1-800 number. (laughs) You
0: you said that.
1: Well, I know, but tell him who you're calling. (laughs) She told me this morning she was being a schlubby mom, and I was like, well, there's a hotline for that. It's called 1-800-SCHLUB-MOM.
0: No, it's just the feeling of like, I'm not doing enough to be present with my kids, but then also feeling like in the time I do have when Mike's with the kids that I want to be showing up for the people in our programs. And, you know, it's really hard in this moment to feel like a leader who people are looking to for you know, some guidance in terms of how to navigate this situation. And like, I am in and out of struggling and I'm doing my best and I'm using all my tools and I'm taking care of myself and all of it. But just, you know, just so you know, this is really hard for at least for me. I can't speak for you, Mike, but it's a very weird time. And for me, like, I'm not the kind of person who like is good at spending hours and hours of time with my kids without breaks like i really like to work and i really like my time by myself and i am crawling out of my skin right now like the idea that our kids could just be home for months and months and months without any end of that i really like it i i don't like it at all so This is maybe not the most uplifting, helpful thing to say, but if it helps you to know that I'm also crawling out of my skin, if you're crawling out of your skin, like, I just, I see you, and this is really hard.
1: You're not the only one. No, I know. You know, there's definitely probably at least one person that's here that's feeling the same way. How are you feeling? I mean, that's been hard with you kind of being sick and being, because there's also business things that need to be attended to, right? So you're taking care of some of the business items that you have to show up to so you know for the for a lot of it it's been you've been sleeping and just recovering from being sick and then waking up doing business and then kind of doing your own thing and for me it's like with the house stuff and the kids stuff and all of that stuff it was really hard those first couple of days for me just realizing like everything shut down and it was just me and the kids you know and there wasn't assistance or your mom was also sick during this time as well. And so sometimes your mom comes and helps. She's watching the girls right now while we record this podcast. But it was challenging. And then I, I would say it would t- took me about five days to be like, oh, this is real life. And then I I like took myself down a downward spiral. We talked a little bit about this last week, but just all the stuff happening, like living in that fear. And so I'm learning now. Talking to people that understand human behavior from like personality, like I talked to our friend Cheryl Richardson yesterday who really gets the Enneagram and she's like, oh, well, you're an eight and this is why you're doing these things. And I was like, oh, because there's a lot of times I beat myself up about doing these things. But she said, you go, eights go deep into these to to get, they find safety in having answers. So why I'm starting to research all the materials and read all the books. And I read that book, deadliest enemy and like all this stuff going on. I'm like, Oh, okay. Which is helpful for me, but also not helpful sometimes because it, it takes me down the path of that's not safe. I guess you could say more of the fear side versus the love side, kind of how we talked about it for the beginning. So once I started navigating those waters and then kind of diving into like, this is the new reality with the kids. But then I also have to show up for myself and ask for what I need in it because I realize like that's a big stepping stone. And then I started getting a little cold over the past couple of days. And I know it's because of the stress, like my skin popped a little bit, like I started getting a little rash on my face in my hands about a week ago. And I know it was from the stress of leading up to this and that's starting to go away now. So that's that I know I'm taking care of myself better than what I was leading into it. And I just know what I need to do um, on a daily basis to really make sure that I'm taking care of Mike. And, and what is that? So for me, it's either I started doing writing in the morning, so it's just like journaling, or throughout the day. Sometime if I get a downtime, like I'll do three pages, like the artist way talked about. That part's hard. It's like as I wake up, if I don't have a thirty minutes in the morning to myself, that gets a little challenging because now Ruby's been waking up earlier, and. It's like I'll wake up, I'll come downstairs, brush my teeth, and then all I hear is a cry from this baby that's awake and she won't go back to sleep. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. So that can be a little challenging. But it's it's spending, if I can get 30 minutes in the morning to myself, that's great. And then just writing and then also some sort of, right now I've been really gauging my system instead of doing like very intense workouts because those can be draining just like really already my body was a little stressed so i wanted to make sure i took care of it it's like just going on a walk feels better or we just had snow the other day so and then this morning was nice just to be outside because it warmed up with the girls for about an hour and that was great so it's just like getting definitely getting outside and then asking for like yesterday you were feeling better in the morning so i took about four hours to myself which was really nice and that was really helpful and then just kind of looking at each day because we don't know what's going to be you know we pretty much know tomorrow i'm doing the same thing i'm doing today in a way right there's not a whole bunch of appointments in my calendar that i need to prepare for the girls are going to be home and i'm going to be here so it's like okay yesterday in the afternoon would have been great to like have a little bit more alone time to maybe do a journaling for like 25 minutes just to get some basic stuff and i just know as i'm getting thoughts out of my head onto a piece of paper none of this stuff's published or anything i'm just doing it for myself it does feel better instead of always being in my head so those are just some helpful things that's worked for me in the last week no this is like i am i don't have kind of what you just shared about having the really i don't have that as much as you do with i actually have been looking for space in our life so this just like is perfect for me at the right time where it's like okay everything is slowing down big time because it is interesting in looking back on what we had planned in april and may and june and we're like wow that was a lot you know just kind of like with our travel schedule what we were trying to do and now all of that travel stopped <laughs> basically and it was like wow that was like was that the right thing to do at that time and so we have one person in our company is leaving at the end of the month haley Uh, who's been with us the longest. She's starting a business with her husband. So She's not married. Oh yeah, her partner, sorry. And they're going in business together, so we're really happy for that. So that's a big, like, that's a loss for our, our organization. And then our other, and Abby, who was kind of running the show of the projects organization and stuff, her husband works for the bank here in Maine, and his job is to deal with crises like this. So he's working like 14 hours a day and she's at home with her two boys and so
0: she basically can't work
1: yeah so she basically is taking care of two kids all day so it's changed like our business a lot and we've had to, so the pivoting that kate's talking about for origin we're doing that right now you know we're we're like in that big time so it's uh, there's a lot of awareness and just like clarity that's coming around this time which i think is helpful i'm really happy that now I know our situation because as Katie explained there's a little bit of privilege here but we were in really bad financial outlook a year ago with the business and stuff and we've shared that on here and I'm really happy that and proud of us that we made those changes then yeah um, we
0: started doing profit first
1: yeah when we started doing profit first and because it really is allowing a little bit of comfort at this point which I'm really grateful for but honestly I don't think I've ever felt that before in my entire life when it comes to money and finances like this is the first time where i'm just like oh wow i'm so grateful for what we did like a year and a year and a half ago and making those right decisions and it's really a place of e uh, like not ease but just like gratitude and looking to help people in any way we possibly can that allows us for this time too so not everyone but i'm just (laughs) saying That sounded like I'm opening up the floodgates. I'm not
0: sure exactly what you're saying because I personally can only really help right now the people who are already in our program.
1: No, no, no. That's what I... No, no, no. (laughs) I'm talking about just like, like emotionally support the best I can sometimes for my friends who are calling. I don't mean from that. I put like two thoughts together at the same time and that sounded really bad. We are not opening up the floodgates for, you know, it's so... It's the... It's like being there for people who are also struggling, but also from our business perspective, for my friends that are in part of my life, but then from our business perspective, for sure, is to double down on our current customers that we have to make sure that they, and how they're holding up, et cetera.
0: And really like this is the time that we are doing a financial inventory. I talked about the six steps to the pivot. I did just like a brief overview of them last week. And again, you can... Join us in Origin for the month of April if you want to, just to go through this. Um, and then you certainly don't have to stay. Um, so that is on offer for you. But you know, really, this is the time to look at your 80-20 and say, OK, well, what are the 20% of actions that get me 80% of the results in my business? Who are the 20% of customers who bring in 80% of the revenue? What are the 20% of places that those customers hear about me that bring in 80% of them, like really do an 80-20 analysis on every layer of your business so that you know, oh, I'm not going to just like randomly spray my efforts around. Like if you're anything like us, we suddenly have two children home full time and are still trying to run our company down one major employee and about to be down a second major employee. So if I were to tell you that's not stressful, I would be totally lying. <laughs> but it's really the time to look at the 80-20 and say, okay, well, what really matters? What are the actions that I take that get my customers the biggest results? What makes the biggest difference for them? And what makes the biggest difference for my bottom line? Because this is not the time for random reactive action. Mm-hmm. This is the time for discern aligned action that's based on not only data and looking at what's worked historically, but also based on taking a slow stroll with your insides to ask really what is needed right now from you in this moment. And you may not know for a while. And so if during this time of the self-quarantine and social distancing you do not feel called to pivot your business or do anything, that's fine. You may be needed later in a different way. Like we just really don't know. And I think I talked about this last week, but I just want to reiterate, I see a lot of folks like in frenetic action right now feeling like Oh my God, if I don't speak out about this, if I don't say something wise, if I don't get on 24 seven live stream, if I don't create all the free tools, then somehow I'm missing out. Right. And that really calls to our fundamental feeling of lack.
1: There's a guy, D nice. Yes. He's a DJ. He, if you have not seen him, he was on Instagram. He does live shows and he started a couple nights ago. He was talking to his friend and this goes exactly what Kate's talking about here is he was talking to his buddies and they're like, oh, I'm just going to get on Instagram live and I've never done it. And he had 200,000 subscribers or like followers on IG. And he started just sharing about music that and how what inspired him to get started all this stuff and his buddies were like, dude, why don't you just DJ a set? And he was like, oh, okay, great. So he's like, how do I do like, this? Why don't, I don't you know.
0: actually do why don't you do the thing you're you're talking about
1: right (laughs) and it's like this the the numbers don't fascinate me it's it's watching him is what fascinates me make a long story short he ended up doing nine hours of straight djing music on instagram live he had over a hundred thousand people at one time watching him with like michelle obama was there oprah was there carrie carrie washington like last night i was on it and carrie washington shows up and rosario dawson and like all of these just like all sorts of celebrities that you can think of just pop in this thing and along with other like along with a hundred thousand other human beings right there's a hundred thousand human beings that are showing up on one instagram story and watching this thing take place but what was fascinating and he his his instagram following went from 000 two hundred thousand to 1.2 in 24 hours 1.2 million 1.2 million in 24 hours. it basically grew a million in 24 hours and now it's up to 1.6 like five days later right so but i, I watched an, an interview he did with oprah and then also one with trevor noah and they were asking about this and oprah he was talking and he is just down to earth dude to be like you know i just wanted to play music and it's like to me that's the energy of like he was ready versus you got to get out here you got to get on Instagram, you got to do the whole thing so the phonetic like feeling i gotta i have to have to have that or i should 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 he was just like i just want to play music and i did it and he goes if i'm playing at a club he's like i'll play music that gets the audience moving and the crowd moving but i'm playing in my house by myself and i was just playing music i loved right and so i was telling cheryl about this yesterday when i was Facetime with her And she just said, you know, that's the positive outlook that can come from the technology that this society that we exist in. That's how you bring real humanity together through this technology that we're a part of and that we're in this what we're occupying space now. And I was like, that's so beautiful. So it's like it was such a great lesson to be like, yeah, you know, I was just playing music, man. And people just started showing up.
0: Right. Like he didn't decide he needed to create an online DJ course. He didn't like not li- listen there would have been nothing wrong with that right. if that was the truth of what his soul wants to do right now but he showed up playing music he loved yeah and i think we can all just think through like what is our version of that right now and it doesn't even mean we have to show up in any way outside of our homes and we don't have to get on the internet suddenly But just like, how can we show up from love in this particular moment? And I think that's the question to be asking ourselves. And, you know, I'm hoping that next week's episode, I am feeling less like I'm crawling out of my skin. But, you know, in the interest of honesty, this was a hard episode to record because I really like to be able to show up and say, like, here's something helpful. And here's, like, an alternative perspective. And, and you know, I think we've shared some of those things today. And I have been able to tap into more of a universal, helpful message during my Origin group coaching call yesterday and the Origin Incubator and Origin Mastermind calls that I've been on. So I'm really grateful that I've been able to dig a little deeper during those times and show up in that way. And, you know, again, like, in full transparency, I'm like, oh, shit, like... People who are in those programs are going to listen to this and be like, Kate doesn't know what the hell she's doing. And like, I've always been honest about the fact that I don't know what the hell I'm doing. But for whatever reason right now in this moment, I am feeling a lot of pressure to somehow be able to guide people in a way that feels out of my depth, because this moment is out of all of our depth. And I think that, I suppose, that call to leadership is being able to stand in the middle of a storm when we have no idea what we're doing and stay there, I guess. So that's what I'm working on. And my form of leadership right now is just telling the truth.
1: That's called leadership. Yeah. (laughs) And using it for good. You're just expressing your vulnerabilities and that's really great. Yeah. Good job honey. Thanks. Way to go. It's cool to watch happen. I'm curious to see how where this goes.
0: Yeah we'll see. Great. Any other final thoughts before we wrap it up?
1: No I think the yeah actually just one. I had a call with Raw, our business coach and she I, we shared a little bit about this last week too but I just want to reiterate it because it's actually you know Kate and I were talking this morning and it's a little bit about what she's experiencing now and you can correct me if I'm wrong but it's the place of creating space in our lives like we have in one way we have more space than we've ever asked for in our entire life because you can't go anywhere so we're stuck at home and then the other side we have very little space than what we asked for because we can't go anywhere because we're stuck at home and also with our kids so it takes away an element of freedom that's here and then for Our own life is like, how do we make sure that we can create this space so we feel, whether we're outside and we look around and there's tremendous space that's like, from a physical standpoint, or we're in the basement, which we are now, it's like, how do I feel the same outside as I do in my basement? And that's something that's been, I've been noodling with lately, because you asked me, you know, because it has been a lot with you going in and out of like recovering during this, these two weeks and it's like i don't want to burn out because if i go by my old patterns and what i've done before is that when you start to feel better that i'm going to crash because i've been on for this entire time so it's like how do i just create this kind of extra space and give myself some relaxation you know it's like healing during this moment where that's not going to be a reality when this is all you know when you're feeling better and then how i'm it's like navigating these new waters that exist so the bottom line is like i feel like when we have the space that we're in it also makes us very uncomfortable because we always have to fill it with we were like okay we got to navigate we got to fill it with this and fill it with that and somebody posted yesterday on instagram which was very fascinating to me that the one thing they've noticed with her kids being home is how worn out her children were previously and i was like wow that's and she has older she you know her kids are older they're not four and two like ours are but just like how tired they were on a day-to-day basis from even going to school and just like all the stuff and i was like that's actually really that's really fascinating just from a society perspective as Well, well in school
0: a couple months ago, after the bill in Maine was not overturned, the that removed the...
1: That, that was like one month ago. Whatever, yeah. <laughs> that
0: was like know. three weeks but ago. But anyway, with the vaccine mandate, when we lost our religious and philosophical exemption here in Maine, I was messaging with a girlfriend of mine who homeschools her children in New York State because they also lost their philosophical and medical exempt, religious exemption, And I said, like, what are you noticing? Because Mike and I had been thinking about homeschooling anyway. And she said, you know, one of the things that's really amazing is, number one, my kids are rested because the truth is her kids are older. They're headed towards adolescence and adolescents sleep later. Like their sleep schedule does shift so that. Going to bed later and then sleeping later in the morning is actually healthy for their brain development. So, the way our school system is organized is not optimal for the adolescent brain. So, that was number one. She was just like, My kids are well rested. And she said, And honestly, like, I am getting a much better version of my children because I used to get the leftovers when they would come home at five, like, bedraggled. And I kind of got the worst of them. And she was like, To be honest, like, I just really love getting to know my kids and, you know, cause I'm here with them and I'm getting the best of them instead of the worst of them at the end of the day. And, you know, I don't feel like we're in that circumstance. <laughs> In in many, you know, like, I don't feel like we were getting the worst of our kids before, but it was really sweet to hear that from her. And, and I hope at least one person listening can resonate with that and feels like they're getting to know their kids on a deeper level.
1: No, I don't feel that way at all. But there is a way where what I am noticing the past two weeks is that how much we... There's so much shuffling of the children, especially in the morning, too. yes get them off to school and then we get them to school and then it's like you come back and you try to cram in a workout and there's just like all of that's gone and now it's just like okay Ruby wakes up we try to find something she's going through like this potty training thing is very interesting because I don't know what the hell I'm doing like I'm sitting here like watching this girl sit on the toilet for like an hour and I'm like should I take her off should I leave her there should I not leave her there she just loves being on the toilet
0: this is what Penelope did I don't know if you remember no 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 I remember yeah. it's the same
1: deal yeah but it's like it's still But even with Penelope, she was also at daycare, so they worked on a little bit there, you know, and then come back. But now I'm like, okay, well, I'm here with this Ruby who wants to go to the bathroom every 10 minutes and she just wants to sit on the toilet. And then I'm like, oh, now she wants to take off her clothes Why she's on the toilet. Okay. All right. I don't, you know, it's just like, I don't know what's happening, but it's cool to like watch their developmental place and then just watch like how great they're playing together because they really I do know. play really that well part together is really sweet and yeah it's a, it's a place that i've noticed just with it. now i enjoy having my breaks you know with it where it's not i do enjoy having mic time but it is a, it's a thing that i am noticing even with them like even penelope's quiet times now the other day she was up there for like two and a half hours I was like going up to check on her. I'm like, is she okay? Like it's so bizarre because she doesn't take a nap anymore, but she was up there for two and a half hours playing by herself. And I was like, this is beautiful. You know, where she can just be in her room by herself for two and a half hours. So,
0: and for any of you parents who are cursing us right now, I know. I understand understand. that not everyone is having that scenario and we're not having that scenario every day either. I think in this particular moment, you know, this celebrity posted about some freaking intricate detox bath she's doing. And she was like, she was like, you know, because we all have so much time on our hands right now. And I was just like, lady, you are so out of touch. (laughs) Like, I was like, either you don't have kids or you have domestic live-in help. Like, I'm not sure what the scenario is, but (laughs) so just if, if anything we've said today feels really tone deaf to you, I apologize. We are very much living in our little slice of the world in a small town in maine yeah and i understand that what we're experiencing is not what everyone is experiencing right now
1: yeah that's for sure we also have like less people that live here there's not big you know it's not a big town there's not a big city where we currently are so yeah it's not our reality is not the majority reality let's yeah. say or many people's realities yes
0: we really don't know
1: that's true we don't we have no we idea. we really don't know like no.
0: the truth is as much as we think the media tells us what's happening around the world it is not no. it tells us one story and that's why we just all have to do our best
1: yeah there was um somebody wrote in i was based off our podcast and what we've been talking about the mainstream media etc somebody wrote in about to be make sure that we are they were very adamant to let us know that like the media is also journalists, right? And these are people who are spending a lot of time and hours putting content together to make sure that they are doing a good, like they want to do a good job as a journalist and be independent, which we are completely support journalism and doing the proper research and getting great information out there. The problem that, and I explained to her, I said, This is not an attack. Like I did a post the other day about the hospital system and I was having discussions with people on Instagram about this. And it's like, this is not... I'm like, Apple has nine... I just read this this morning. Apple had 9 N95 masks stored. 9 million. They have 12,000 people that were... Apple, this is the computer company. 12,000 people that work in the United States. So why do they have 9 million masks? Right? And so I'm just like, this is not about whether news is good or journalism is great. I love like motherjones.com. I love reading the Atlantic magazines. I also check out everything on Fox news to see what, you know, the right and left are saying just to see both parties in what direction. And I listen to Ben Shapiro periodically, you know, just like what is really happening and getting all sides. But what we're, what Kate and I are really talking about is when you took a look at censoring, like a guy one of this YouTube dudes that I watch, he said he won't even mention the coronavirus in his stuff because they will demonetize his videos. So it's this s- shadow banning. Sh- yes, yeah, shadow well, banning some of it. Some of it, yes. But it's the but it it's it's we are also they're censoring of high quality information. It, it creates a polarizing that it's like this was big in the main bill that went through. It's like, this is the anti-vax crowd. And then this is the people for vaccines. And so what happens when we segment groups into polarity like this, it doesn't allow for other thoughts or discussions to take place. And a lot of this comes from money, right? It's like, that's what we're talking about when we're talking about where the news and how it's filtered towards you, where are these big, companies getting funding from and like a lot of like the cnn and msnbc and fox news and it's the money that dictates their message and if you look at like the stimulus bill that was just passed this is not necessarily about helping people of the country right and this was about like the Republican senators didn't want to push it through because it was going to give more people on unemployment, more money. And they felt it would create laziness and it's not, and it's like, it's like give the businesses money, but we're going to take it away from the people or the senators who made millions of dollars selling stock before the crash of the, of the stock market or how the stock market went up today because the government's pumping two trillion dollars in to keep businesses around to me i'm just like that's not healing humanity as a whole so when we talk about a lot of these things the way i look at this is how can we have betterment for humanity and individual people instead of just like one giant news organization and this means this is a better place for journalists to play. And this is a better environment for journalists to put higher quality information into the world if they have a more even playing field versus being dictated by an agenda from the pharmaceutical company or the or oil other companies big or the plastic industry, right? Or all these corporations that are affecting a lot of the bottom dollars for these companies. Well, everyone stay safe. And just like, we're at a place to heal right now. And we just send a lot of love to everyone that's out there that they are able to stay safe during this time and take the necessary rest that they need if they are fortunate to be able to do that. I don't know.
0: I know. There's no right thing to say right now. There's not. Thanks everyone for listening. Talk to you next week. Hey there, Do Less has been fully revised and updated with a brand new subtitle, which is a revolutionary approach to time and energy management for ambitious women. You can now pre-order this paperback version, which will be out April 7th. But when you pre-order it by April 6th, you will get access to a four-week virtual live book club with me the author so all you need to do is go over to katenorthrop.com forward slash book you also get five other incredible bonuses but that's how you can pre-order and get in on the book club katenorthrop.com forward slash book